Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Toth, Executive Director of the J. Cruz Education Center, and welcome to the J. Cruz Education Center podcast. And today we're going to focus on one of our 16 pathways. Remember, our goal with this podcast is to jump into the lives of individuals and discover what it's like to be them as we help other people discover what jobs exist and how they can mesh their talents and passions to find a career that is fulfilling. Next up today, we have the Hospitality and Tourism Pathway. I'm actually joined today by our special guest, Karma Muter. Karma, how are you today? I'm well, thank you. Awesome. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. So before we get started, I will uh, let you introduce yourself in a minute, Karma. But for the folks listening, I want to recap the Hospitality and Tourism Pathway. Uh, This pathway is composed of lodging, recreation, amusements and attractions, restaurants, food and beverage services, and travel and tourism. Uh, Some careers you might find in this area include, and are not limited to, a waiter or waitress, an event planner, chef or cook, a lobby attendant in a hotel. You have sporting services, gaming services, housekeepers, cinema workers, and travel agents. And in fact, we have a travel agent with us here. So, uh, Karma, it's good to have you on, and I will go ahead and turn things over to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and where you work and what your title is. All right. Um, my name's Karma Muter, and I work for Covington Travel Incorporated here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, I guess my title is Senior Travel Advisor. I guess that means that I've been around for a while. <laughs> um, you're seasoned. You're a veteran. You got it yeah, going. <laughs> I guess that's what that means. Um, I've been with Covington Travel for all my career, pretty much. Um, started in 1981 and have um, worked full-time for them over the years. I did take a sabbatical while I was raising children and then I went back to the travel business after that. Um, so yeah, I've seen the travel business change a ton over the last 40 years. So hmm. um, it just keeps evolving and changing. And sure, so- Especially in the last 40 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yet another um, up and uh, down in this mm-hmm. business. Obviously, this is a somewhat downer, but um, we're hoping to come back strong and definitely be so, useful again. <laughs> definitely. So tell me, what does uh, a travel agent do if, at Covington Travel? What, what do you do on a daily basis? Well, um, <clears throat> travel agent is the term that it typically people know what a travel agent is. We tend to call ourselves travel advisors because that is more, um, we share our expertise with people. We um, have a network of um, partners all over the world. So I guess a travel advisor is kind of um, a little more professional way of describing ourselves. Mm. Um, What I do is plan, I mostly plan vacation travel for folks, um, wonderful experiences um, all over the world. Um, 
ways for them to interact with people from all over the world and um, kind of get out and see things. Mm -hmm. So now that we're all sheltering at home, obviously that's not, um, <laughs> it's not a thing right now. <laughs> it's not a thing right now, but hopefully it will come back. We keep yeah. saying, keep dreaming, you know, yeah, um, so that you can fulfill that bucket list sometime mm -hmm. when we're all able to leave our houses again. There you go. So you mentioned you plan travel for people. What I mean, I could get on and I could plan a trip for myself. What's the difference of going through a travel agent or travel advisor like yourself? Um, well, if you have a good travel advisor, you are, um, it's mainly building relationships with people and listening to what they want out of their travel and saving them time and a lot of times money. Mm -hmm. um, you know, who wants to sit and sift through all the information on the internet? Um, and then you still don't know, you don't have a um, good feel for whether that's a good company. Mm. You know, who wants to put their credit card on the computer for a $10,000 purchase and not have anybody <laughs> to talk to about, yeah. um, you know, where they're going or what they're doing. And then not to have you know, boots on the ground at that place. Um, mm -hmm. Somebody to reach out to, to um, facilitate whatever it is that they want to do. So we're very well connected throughout the world and um, we have partners all over mm -hmm. and we only deal with respectable um you know, we don't get on the internet. I mean, we do research on the internet sometimes, but we have relationships with these people that we tend to book with. So, um, not your, uh, random Airbnb that you find that you've never stayed at before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So there's, um, confidence in that. And, you know, I'd say the most, chain or the like you said what's to keep people from going on the internet and um booking well there's nothing really that keeps them mm -hmm. from doing that and a lot of times they will um pick my brain and get all of my suggestions and then for some reason go off and book it themselves which mm -hmm. is a pain in the rear end, but it's part of this business. Gotcha. Um, hmm. So you have to be careful of that and know um, when people are just picking your brain and trying to get your information. And, and it, the goofy thing is it doesn't typically save them money to do it themselves. I, I, I don't understand that whole mentality, but it is hmm. what it is. Gotcha. So what, what's exciting about your job, your business, and what's the most exciting thing you do on a regular basis? Well, I think that um, getting to talk about different places around the world and different um, learning about new places. And this business is always changing. And so I'm always learning something new. 
um, whenever I'm hiring somebody new for our office or trying to hire somebody new, um, you know, we talk about a training period and they're like, well, when, when's the training period done? And we're like, well, <laughs> there really isn't. I mean, you're constantly learning and you're right. constantly, um, you never know everything. So, um, a lot of it is, um, just exciting and new to learn about new things and new places. Gotcha. What's difficult about the job besides right now where nobody's traveling, (laughs) that's the given with COVID. Yeah. Well, and one of, one of the other things I've already mentioned is a lot of times people, um, you know, will try to, um, just glean knowledge from you and then go off and, um, they feel like they can do it better themselves or they have control issues and don't want to give over control for something. And, um, so that's frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think, um, you know, over the last 40 years that I've been in this business, the, you know, ups and downs of different things. 9-11 was one. Mm, um, And then when the airlines went to not using travel agents for their distribution and they don't pay us commission anymore, Hmm. that was another huge one that a lot of agencies didn't survive that. Um, So it's just differences in, you know, I, I, I don't know that I would really call them a lot of difficulties. It's just... It almost sounds like challenges with up yeah. and down economy, different situations that happen that affect your business quite a bit. Correct. And, yeah. you know, then you have little things like the Zika virus in the Caribbean, you know, that mm-hmm. affected um, sure. travel for a while. Um, you know, little, little, nothing globally like this. This is the first time, obviously, any of us have lived through something like this, but sure. Um, Anyway. Okay. So what's something you thought you would never do, but you actually have to do? Well, I was thinking about that earlier and I was doing um, some learning about insurance. Travel insurance is Hmm. a big deal right now. Well, in the last probably 10 or 15 years, I never sold travel insurance before. There was no Hmm. need for it. Um, But now that there are travel insurance policies that you can purchase for your trip, um, it's a huge um, sector of what we do. You know, you want people's investments to be um, protected. And a lot of times people will say, oh, well, I don't want travel insurance. I said, and that's fine. It's totally your prerogative. But you have to ask yourself if something happens and you can't take this trip because you're in the hospital or your mom died or whatever, are you okay with losing all of that money? And that usually then hits home with them. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and there are some people that have lots of money that say, yeah, I'm fine, you know, with losing $10,000, but mm-hmm. most of us aren't 
That Fine, wouldn't be that. me. <laughs> <laughs> Not here. <laughs> um, so, and then with this whole COVID-19 thing, it's a pandemic. So the travel insurances are not paying out. They don't, mm. pandemics are um, not covered under the policies, huh? Oh, and man. so going forward, it's now trying to figure out now that we've lived through this, are there going to be policies that cover this hmm. in the future or how to navigate what to suggest to people to sure do. So. that's got to be real tricky and nobody can plan for it is, it is. <laughs> yeah so wow you and then to get people yeah, to understand that there's other um reasons that you purchase the insurance and not that just because it doesn't cover COVID 19 um that there's not other valid reasons, many other valid reasons that you need to have the insurance. So that's something I'm working through right now as people are starting to think about booking, you know, they want to be covered under their policy for d certain things, but mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure what that looks like yet. Gotcha. So you said you were, let's see, you started with Covington and was it 1981? Is that what you yes, said? Yes, I was okay. 19. You were 19. So that's been your only job then? Well, pretty well, much. Well, prior, prior to, yeah. Prior yeah. To the I'm years that I job, took so. off um, with the kids, I did work for Junior Achievement for a while, just a part-time. Sure. Worked at BizTown and um, mm -hmm. Finance Park. Um, and I have worked at church. Mm -hmm. part-time job at church but the year 2008 hit and I lost both my nonprofit jobs <laughs> so that's why I thought well what do I want to do now and because when I got out of travel I never dreamed that I would get back into it because mm -hmm. um, I quit like around 2002 after 9-11 I was had four little boys and I was working twice as hard making half as much money and it just wasn't working I didn't feel like I was being effective at anything mm -hmm. um so then after 2008 and all the crash of the economy and so forth I um travel's the only thing I have ever done and I, I am good at it and so I called my previous boss and she was thrilled to have me back which was great mm. and so I've been there ever since. Okay what skills at 19 years old you jumped into this what skills and education did you have or what did you need well, to get that job? Um, I remember going to an agency when I was still a senior in high school. And, and I remember thinking, Oh, it, um, why won't they hire me just right now? You know, it can't <laughs> be that much to this job. And, um, but they all told me I needed to go to travel school. So I went to travel school in Florida. Speaking of nice travel place. schools, there's not <laughs> a whole lot of, as far as I know, there's not a lot of travel schools still work still hmm. in Ending existence existence back in the huh. day the you know college wasn't an option for something like this right um 
But anyway, I went to travel school. And when I got to travel school, I thought, oh, wow, there is a lot to learn about, you know, fare structures. And um, a lot of it was airline mm. ticketing and, and so forth. At that point, we did um, learning the computer systems and so forth. So then after I graduated from travel school, I, you know, felt like I knew everything. And um, so I got my first job and realized I didn't really hardly know anything <laughs> because, you know, they didn't teach me that in travel school. Sure, sure. And um, so anyway, it, it was, um, it's totally different now. Um, I have two new employees at the office that I'm training and neither of them have been to travel school. You know, they have degrees in something else. Um, it's just a lot to learn, um, to function as far as knowing the different procedures to be able to sell an airline ticket or, mm. you know, whatever. Um, so I think geography, knowing just having a good understanding of the continents and, you know, knowing where um, Tahiti is, you know, it's not in the Caribbean. Hmm. A lot of people, you know, it's people just don't know this stuff sometimes. It just cra sure. is crazy to me. Yep. But anyway, um, I think organizational skills are big. Um, you have to be able to multitask and be able to switch from one thing to the next and then remember where you were in this file so that you mm. can go back and finish it up. Um, we joke at the office about my first career. And then when I came back into the travel business, there was a bit of a learning curve because everybody communicated by email. Oh, yeah. At yep. this point, you know, mm -hmm. in 2009. And I was used to building relationships over the phone with people, you know, talking in person with people. Yeah. And so it took me a while to get over that hump of feeling like I was being effective, even though I'm just communicating with people on email. Hmm. Um, it's There's still a huge need for um, developing relationships with people because they have many options as far as booking their travel. So sure. the only reason they would come to me is because they like me and I do a good job. Yeah, they um, trust you. Yeah, and they yep. trust me. So that is a huge thing that, you know, is different now than it was when I first started. Because when I first started, you know, people called travel agencies. That's the only thing, only way they could get airline tickets, only way they could go somewhere was yep. um, that way. And now with the internet and so forth, they have so many more options. Hmm. Um, so it's a matter of trust. It's a matter of relationships. Um, and you're almost selling yourself more than you're selling travel or a cruise or whatever yeah great point great yeah. point on the communication and relationships with selling yourself and hopefully once you get that relationship established you can sell the business so yeah right and yeah. then you know being 
a good listener and listening to what it is that they really want to get out of their travel and um, so forth. So good. I think all of those things are good to strive for in this business. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. So why, why did you decide to become a travel agent? What was the, was there a passion? Did you see someone doing it? Did you take a trip and thought, Oh, I'd love to plan this for other people in the future. What, what, yeah, when, I, when I was, um, I think I was a senior <clears throat> in high school and my parents were going to go on a cruise, a four, little four night cruise with my aunt and uncle. Well, my aunt and uncle couldn't go. So at the last minute they, brought me and my brother with them. Oh, nice. So um, that kind of started it, I guess you'd say me wanting, I thought I wanted to work on a cruise ship, um, which found out that that's not the easiest thing to do mm. as an American. Mm, no. um, it's very hard to get because most of the cruise ship workers are from different countries. Mm -hmm. um, so it was an experience you had then with your parents. Yeah. And then really opened your eyes to that. the other thing was I, I knew I didn't really, I didn't really like school and I didn't really want to go to college. There was really nothing I wanted to be that would require me to go to college. Hmm. So when I did those, you know, um, questionnaires about what you like to do, it was flower arranging and travel were the two. <laughs> well, I well, guess I nailed it, one. <laughs> you know, I guess it's it's kind of the thing that I like creating things. Sure. I never really knew that about myself as far as I'm kind of crafty now and I like to create things. So I think that that's probably what drew me to this business. I love to create itineraries and, you know, experiences for people. Hmm. Um so I guess that's probably why. Plus, I didn't have to go to college. I could go to travel school then. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Much shorter, probably cheaper as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> so you said you hired or you have hired or hiring a couple people and you're, you're looking for some some individuals with some different skills. What might those skills be that you're looking for for somebody wanting to get into your career field? Yeah. Well, you have to have good computer skills. Um and be uh, somebody that wants to learn um, every day, learn something new every day. Mm -hmm. um, the other, you know, characteristics, organization and multitasking and uh, listening skills and building relationships, all of those. Um, networking is huge. I think mm -hmm. that with... Um, you know, it helps in this business or in any sales business to know a lot of people and referrals are huge. Um, so this business has changed a lot since when I was first in it. You know, I worked on a salary. We The agency made commission. That's the only way agencies stay in business is making commission. Sure. Um, and the, you know, we had quarterly um, sales goals and then um, bonuses quarterly. But that was about as close as you got to commission yourself. Hmm. Um, the business has changed immensely. There aren't as many um, storefront um, brick and mortar businesses 
now. There's more um, host agencies, and then they have, um, um, oh shoot, what are they called? Independent contractors that okay. work for them, you know, from home wherever yep. they are. Hmm. So we, as an agency, um, are a little different because we are employees of Covington Travel. But um, all our back office work is done by um, the parent host agency in Denver, Colorado. Okay. And so we're kind of both, um, you know, we have um, a base salary that um, like an hourly wage that we pay is very low. It ends up being around twenty four thousand a year, yeah. and yeah, then I was going to ask that at, at some point. And what was maybe the the low end or the high end of somebody in your career yeah. field when you were starting off? It sounds like it's changed quite drastically yes. from yeah. more yeah, of a when, salary to now you've got to make the commission, the sales to to earn right. your keep. Right, and um, so you know you you I love having the commission component to it because it's you know you got some skin in the game then, you know, you're, you're working hard and you can see something for that. So, you know, you can make 50, 60, 70,000 and up, you know, depending on the trips that you sell and um, the clientele you have. So, um, you know, it's been a wonderful um, career for me and I've gotten to travel a lot that I wouldn't have traveled before. Um, So some some people think that's a thing. Is that, I was going to ask that, is that a thing where, you know, your company sends you on trips so you can experience things and then come back and you're able to talk about that with clients. It's more like the tour operators or suppliers that we use will offer what they call fam trips, familiarization trips. And so they might invite you to come on a a fam trip um, to become more familiar with something. But the misnomer is that they're free. They're not free. But, I mean, they are drastically discounted usually, you know, because they want to get agents there because you can Mm -hmm. sell something much easier when you've been there or whatever. Um, so yeah, that is a component of it. Um, but it's not, it's typically not totally free. So you do need to sell. I mean, if you're only making 24,000 a year, and you still need to pay a thousand dollars for a seven thousand dollar trip. That's a lot of money when with only you know that base salary. Yeah. So yep. you need to be selling, and typically um, the benefit is to use your preferred suppliers and sell those, and then the opportunities may come to get to travel um, based on your sales. So. Gotcha. That makes sense. All right. So what, what would you tell someone or encourage them to do if they're looking to go into your, your career field, what would you let them know? Um, I'm not totally convinced that they would have to, um, 
let me rephrase that. I'm not sure that there's a career path way through university that really gets them um, ready for this job. I think that that could be helpful. I think any, um, you know, education pathway or whatever could be helpful, you know, building you as a person, but I don't know that that's needed. I think that each, as the travel business has evolved, it's, um, I mean, I'm more convinced now than before that any new hires I have, I'm going to have to teach them um, because none of them really come in knowing the things that you really want them to know. Gotcha. And there's lots of webinars and online platforms to teach them um, the Sabre system, which is our GDS, our airline system, um, and then sales tools and, you know, all of that. It's just takes a while to get yourself up um, and running, but I can't stress enough the people relationships, um, your character, you know, things that you don't teach people, things that they kind of sure. just know yep. um, is, is what is really going to benefit you in this business, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, back to relationships. Seems yeah. like a lot of people I'm talking to on podcasts, relationships is a big thing. Yeah. Communication. So is there anything else at all across any part of your career that you'd like to share about your experience or your journey with our listeners? Um, I don't know. I, I guess it's a lot of hard work and it would be um, – It's nice to have connections and mentors. I don't know. I um, I think it would be difficult in this business these days unless you are a very strong go-getter, sales, have lots of connections. Um, it'd be difficult to start as an independent contractor all by yourself mm -hmm. without um, somebody like in our office, the three of us or four of us, um, you know, work together and help each other learn and so forth. I think it would be difficult because we've had agents, um, that have left that have worked with us for a while and then leave to move somewhere and think they're going to do travel out of their home. And even with the background that they'd had at our office, have a hard time making it go. Gotcha. Um, when they're all by themselves. Yeah. But it, it, again, that's not to say that people aren't being successful. There are a lot of, in our network, a lot of successful agents that are ICs and they um, started that way. And it's just all the connections and all the people you know and mm -hmm. trust and so forth. If they will trust you with their travel, then, you know, you can be successful at that. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's really important for some of our listeners to hear if they're thinking about, hey, you know, I've got a large Facebook following or I've got a lot of people on Instagram or a lot of friends and I could probably just start from home and promote myself on social media and all of my platforms that I have and try and rally business that way. But it sounds like you can do that, but it would be a very daunting task and yeah. you wouldn't have a, necessarily a mentor um, available. And I'm not sure that you would get the type of client that you want mm. by just putting yourself out there on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Sure. And that's a huge part of our business now. I'm not very good at social media, so that's not the way I've grown my business, but I'm kind of more old school. So um, there are people that can grow their business that way. Um, I'm not a very good one to ask about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. It sounds like you've been very successful with the way you've done it. And um, no, this was very beneficial to hear uh, your life, your story, and, and as a travel advisor, what you do on a regular yeah. basis. Yeah. No, thank you for being here on our podcast today. I greatly appreciate your time. You're welcome. It yeah. was fun. Yep, definitely. And good luck success, and success moving forward once we get past all this pandemic stuff. That's <laughs> hopefully right. Hopefully back on your feet and uh, you can hopefully find some business come your way. Yes, that would be yeah. ideal. Hopefully people will continue to travel and not um, be scared to travel. So. Yes, yep. yeah. I think that'll pass. Yeah. So. Well, thank right. you for tuning in today, everybody. And remember to subscribe to our channel as content will be updated weekly. Please leave a review and share us with your friends. You can always find more information about the J. Cruz Education Center at jcruiseducation.org and on our Facebook page at J. Cruz Education. Thanks again, Karma, for your time. Thank you. Yep, have a Bye. great day, everyone. Me too. Bye.